1: Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the HUG hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at com. In today's show, we're talking about how you can make your date night more than dinner and a movie by getting creative with your time together.
0: And there's an anonymous quote that says, List, live, not less, live less out of habit and more out of intention. Yeah. And nowhere is that more true than as we're talking about date nights and date time together. But first and foremost, we start each show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by OpenFit. And they're really changing how we do fitness. Yep. As a, as a society. And I can't wait to share more about them later in the show. And this hug comes from an email that we received. It said, after 10 years of marriage and three children, my f- husband and I found ourselves coexisting. The intimacy had fizzled and our communication consisted of conversations of what's for dinner, who's picking up the kids, bickering over finances and hurtful words.
1: Who Who's been there before? <laughs> we have.
0: I feel like somebody's reading my mail Mm -hmm. for a majority of our marriage. My husband battled a secret addiction with prescription drugs. And after being prescribed for a broken elbow, this left me harboring a lot of resentment and anger toward him. He came clean to his family and I over a year ago and willingly went to treatment. Thankfully he's been sober and has been attending many sessions and classes to continue his sobriety. I'm proud of the changes he has made yet. I knew I needed to learn to forgive him. The other night while driving my daughter to her Young Life meeting, I prayed for my husband and my marriage. I talked to God for a while. I asked him to help me forgive my husband. I prayed for help with my marriage. Mm. We were having a rough few days. I thought if I prayed, God would help me and he did. The next day while working, I was looking for a podcast to listen to while I cleaned houses. Mm. I stumbled upon the One Extraordinary Marriage show. After listening to a few of your episodes on iHeartRadio, I am now hooked. I feel like this is exactly what God wanted me to find listening to your stories and your advice gives me hope it helps me to Mm. know that i'm not alone and that my marriage can get better thank you for doing what you're doing you're helping my marriage and for that i thank you
1: oh love it love it love it well we are honored and blessed to have you part of the one family
0: absolutely and um, continued congratulations to your husband on his sobriety and to the two of you for working not just working through but walking through this journey Mm -hmm. of recovery that is that's a a situation that takes serious intentionality. It does. Right, that's what we're talking about in today's show and and as we've been spending time over the last few weeks talking about, you know, this year's hashtag about being in the moment. You know, we've hit on some different areas. We've talked about the emotional intimacy, we've talked about financial intimacy, sexual intimacy. Uh, last week we were talking about being in the moment during pregnancy and this week, you know what? We're going to talk about being in the moment when it comes to to the big D word. Right. And some of you just go, just probably thought to yourself, okay, Lisa, where, what D word are you pulling out? Uh, Like, because typically when we say the D word, we're referring to divorce. Absolutely not. Nope, nope. This D word and the one we want you to focus on as we're going through this show and even throughout all of this year is dating. Mm -hmm. Right. Dates, that D word. Right. Because think about it when you, when you and your love first met, right and you would go out on dates you were you were in the moment Mm -hmm. like I remember our first dates you guys I remember how attentive I was I remember hanging on every word that Tony spoke I remember just wanting to to have him next to me or to hold my hand or to look in my eyes and I'd say look in his eyes but it's a big joke that it took me about three weeks (laughs) to know that Tony had blue eyes. I have no idea. Tony has these beautiful blue eyes, but we had a conversation about a month into, to hanging out together and uh, we weren't officially dating yet. So that's why I used the word hanging out. And I said something about his brown eyes and he was like,
1: uh, have you looked at my eyes? Have
0: you looked at my eyes? But in that time, right in, in that place where you were so in the moment, it was such a, such a time to connect and and to learn about who this other person was to even so much as to experience the world through their eyes, right? Because you'd want to, you know, share parts of yourself with them, share the things that you like and invite them into that space. And then somewhere, and I know this is true for us, somewhere along the line, dating became one more thing on the to-do list right mm-hmm. and it became yeah, that's good uh, there are probably a few of you that can relate to the fact that it became somewhat routine mm-hmm. right maybe it is somewhat routine maybe you haven't gotten past that which is why today's show is all about what we can do as as couples to really get creative you yeah. know to break out of that routine and i want to i just want to share some statistics about what dating looks like in the one family Right, because you know, whenever we're talking about these types of topics, we want to know what's going on inside the family. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony and I could, you know, we could Google, you know, all kinds of dating statistics, but we want to know what's going on with you.
1: Exactly.
0: So, forty percent of the one family defines date as dinner and a movie. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's that's higher than I expected.
0: Okay. okay. Well, mm-hmm. And sixty-six percent of you said that the wife is always the one that plans the date
1: I could see that yeah mm-hmm. that that's a that's a really high number and that's uh, I'm going to talk to the husbands out there we need to turn that number around like that's that's on us to make that number go down why do you say that um I think there's a lot on our wives' plates I okay. think there's so much on our our wives' plates that we are abdicating something else to them and just making them come up with it where we can be creative our on our own. Mm and romance them treat them um treat them like a princess Mm -hmm. treat them like like a queen um and i and i say that like i I do that with elisa you know i want to treat her like my princess and so making sure that i am myself going out there and saying hey this is the date this is what we've got what i planned out let's just go do it Mm -hmm. and i remember even when we when we had younger kids I remember one of the big things that I could do was have the babysitter's phone number and set her up or a neighbor who could watch the kids or a family member. So that way, that wasn't on your plate as well.
0: That's good. I hope, I hope you guys all like, picked up on that. He didn't know I was going to ask him that question. Nope. Um, so, but the reality is, is that this is part of that intentionality. It is of dating, and we're going to talk about a little bit more because the the average number of dates in the one family. I asked this question too. I'm like, all right, how how, How many? How many? Mm -hmm. What are we going at? It's somewhere between one and two, a little bit closer to two.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I think that's what we do.
0: Yeah, and it's you know, if you've got little kids, you're factoring in cost of babysitters and things like that, and and logistics. And we get it, right? Because life happens, Mm -hmm. right? You you go through this period of courtship right? Your dating season, if we can call it that. And, and, you know, you don't have the obligations of kids and, and, you know, bills and your life together and family obligations and all this kind of stuff. And, and you know, it's all good. And then you get into this place where, yeah, we've got the long hours at work and we've got the kids and we've got to pay the bills and we don't have a sitter where we live or we don't have family close by. And, you know, it's easy. We just know what we like to eat. And so we can just, you know, we can do the same thing.
1: Dinner and a movie.
0: Dinner and a movie.
1: It's quick. It's easy. It's routine. We go to the same place to eat. We go to the same movie theater and we call it good. The only thing that
0: changes is the movie, Mm -hmm. right? And I actually, I've never done this with this particular word before, but I I went to the dictionary and I said, okay, how is dating defined? Like I've got it in my head, but, but what does that actually mean? And so by definition, dating is to go out with, and then in parentheses, it says someone in whom one is romantically or sexually interested romantic or sexually interested, which means that at some point in time, that's kind of got to be expressed Mm. in what you're doing, sitting down and just having dinner and a movie. And I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying it doesn't need to be the only type of dating is good. But does that always express the romantic in you or in your love? Mm. Does it always express the sexual interest Right. Like think about that for just a second. If that's how dating is defined and uh, there's a reason I drop it in the show is because I want you all to be using the same definition. You, you, we've got to wrap our head around this. Like mm-hmm. what constitutes a date? Right? What does that look like? And I just wanna, I just wanna interject right here because we know when we were asking some of these questions that there are a lot of you for whom you're empty nesters, mm-hmm. right? And so you're like, well, you know, we have all this time together. We don't need to get away from the kids or, you know, do these different things. And so, is it a date if we just, if we just sit down at home, you know, and we're home together? Is that a date?
1: Yeah. And see, when Elisa hit me up with this one, I said no, and the reason why I say no, especially being an empty nester because you're just going through life and dating is, you know, go going out with someone who one is romantically or sexually interested. So I feel like in that terms being an empty nester and even starting to think about that for our lives, mm-hmm. I want us to be able to go, you know what? Sitting at home, having dinner together even though we don't have any kids around or maybe they're popping in and out. It doesn't really constitute as us being on a date. That's us doing dinner like we do now because there are times now when both of the kids aren't here anyways, because one may be at sports, one may be at a friend's, you know, so there there are times when Elise and I have lunch or dinner with nobody around.
0: Don't call it a date.
1: No, it's it's just we're having a meal together. Because
0: we want to get into that place where, like I, I read in that quote at the start, that we're being intentional.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: That's intentional, mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't always have to be going out, right? You can have intentional dates at home. That Done. would be the only def- change I would make to that definition.
1: Done that, but, but it, they were very intentional in how we set those up.
0: And it's also getting into this place of looking at, okay, so how are we going to be intentional? Not just with what we're doing, but how are we, how are we doing this as a team, mm-hmm. right? Because when you have the same person always plan the date, it's kind of like the same person always initiating sex. Right. Like, if I, can just, if I can just put that on you guys for a second and just let that sit, right? If we're always saying, you know, because there are a lot of people that complain that they're the ones that always have to initiate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there may be an, another partner, your other partner in your marriage that's saying, yeah, but I always have to plan
1: the, the dates. Date. That's good.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, th- then we've got these power struggles here. And it's like, what does it look like if we get to this place where we say, let's do it together and let's be in the moment? Together, right? I mean, I remember date nights where Tony and I. There was a little pizza place when we lived in Indio, and we didn't live in India, We lived in Palm Desert, but yeah. we would seriously go. You guys, I mean, we like it was like Cheers. We could show up. the The owner's tiny little pizza place would see us walk in. She'd make our pizza on a honey wheat crust. Put the honey on the counter, and we would just sit there and pretty much have the same, the same conversation.
1: Yeah, same meal, same people, and it was. Yeah, it, it was very routine, mm-hmm. and there were so many places that we could have tried back in the day. You know, I, I think about that now. It was one place, one place, and all around us were so many amazing places, and we would just end up there every Friday night or Saturday night.
0: Yeah, and the same thing when our kids were little. We'd talk about date night, and then it would never happen, or we'd, we'd talk ourselves out of doing anything because we'd factor in the cost of a babysitter. Mm -hmm. And I want you guys to make sure like we're going to make this so easy for you. Just hang in here with us as we talk about the impact on marriages, because we don't want you to fall into this place of throwing up your hands and saying, what do we do? Mm -hmm. Right. Because this idea of intimacy and being in the moment isn't just about your physical. It isn't just about your sexual. It's also about how the two of you spend time together. Right. And what you're doing to be intentional in that time. And I'm not talking about saying, babe, you know what? We need to sit down and talk about the bills that you can build financial intimacy, but you also got to be doing the fun stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Preparing for this show. You guys, I found the top 10 list that Tony and I did the first time we ever sat down of things that we wanted to do together to break out of the routines 11 years into our marriage. And we were stuck in routine. We would get in the car and the sitter would be inside with our kids. And so the clock was ticking in our head and we'd sit there and go, what do you want to do?
1: What do you want to do?
0: I don't know. Like what, where are we going tonight?
1: I don't care. Just pick a place. Let's go.
0: No, seriously. Like, what do you want to do?
1: It doesn't matter, Elisa. just pick a place so we can go eat.
0: And this would happen until somebody either like threw up their hands, exasperated or the little Which anger or the little anger factor would start to creep into our quote unquote date night
1: which would happen, right. which, w- which wasn't a great start to our date night it's ever, ever, no,
0: ever arguing in the car on the way to date night kind of kills the mood.
1: We've been there. And, yes.
0: And it, it makes it hard for the two of you. And, and I get it. Routines are easy. We talk about, you know, routines. We've been talking about routines on this show in some way, shape or form for the last nine years. Mm-hmm. And there are places where routines serve you really well, right? Like how to get to work every day, Mm -hmm. brushing your teeth in the morning, brushing your teeth. Like those are great routines, right? But when it comes to building intimacy, right? If it comes to going, going on dates and even having the anticipation of going on dates, I'm telling you routines are not helping your marriage. Cause I want you to think about this. If every date looks the same, why wouldn't I hop on my phone? Why wouldn't he check the scores, right? If we're not engaging, if we're not being in the moment and there's no expression of romance or desire, does it even really constitute as a date?
1: Yeah. I remember there was a period for us too, where I was so frustrated with dates and here's why. For me, I was feeling like we were spending a a ton of money at the time and there was no connection there was no romance there was no sexual interest involved it was it just felt so mundane and routine and then that's where i would get frustrated mm-hmm. personally because then we just spent this money on something that honestly you know especially like a dinner and a movie it would have just been okay to order something in and watch nowadays a netflix film and call it good
0: right and we know that a lot of you are in this place because dating now may have to look different than it did before you got married. Yeah. You, you're, your life is different, right? Whether you've got littles, whether you've got teenagers, you know, whether you're empty now, life looks different than when the two of you were courting each other. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that dates have to stop. It just means that there's an evolution to what dating looks, looks like. like. Mm-hmm. And... As in so many things in marriage, it's important to keep the conversation open to learn where are we now, right? What can dates look like now?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you got to open your your mind to the possibility that we can do something different, right? And and that in doing something different, there's going to bring a level of anticipation or excitement into the marriage. And one of the ways, and you heard me mention that I found ours earlier, is to do a top 10 list right? This has been a tool. If if you've ever coached with me uh, and date nights are an issue in your marriage, you know that we've already talked about this, but for the rest of you, which is the majority, this may be the first time you're hearing about the top 10 list.
1: Yeah. I love that list.
0: This list has saved us on so many times. So literally you start with a sheet of paper and actually better yet, go to com slash date night because we've actually put it together. So it's all nice and pretty and you know, it looks amazing for you.
1: Yeah, and you'll you'll see it's called how to make your own top ten list.
0: Right, and so, I, but I'm going to give you the overview because I think it's important sometimes for those of you that like to listen mm-hmm. that you hear it here. So you're gonna you're gonna sit down and you're gonna say, okay, ten things that I want to do. And we've actually broken it into categories for you, right? You know, active and food and, and all of these different kinds of things. But you make a list of what you would like to do on a date. This may be the only time that you hear Tony and Elisa get self say be selfish.
1: Yeah this is, and let, let's, let me say this too. This isn't something like, don't get in your head with this. You guys, when you, when you download this, you, you can go to one extraordinary com slash date night, download the guide. And when you start writing down what you want to do, don't get into the place of what I think my spouse would want me to say to do. No, just write down what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to go kayaking, cause there's an awesome lake Near your home and you want, you guys are doing a a day date or a lunchtime date and you're going to go like, you want to kayak to this cool Island, then put kayak to the Island. Or you know what? If it's something like, you know, I want to do a a progressive dinner night, you know, write it down. Like Mm -hmm. do what you want though. Right. That's the key because so often we see couples who start going, well, I want to I want to do this, but if I write that, but it's not what he he wants to do or she wants to do, it's okay.
0: And we're going to tell you why. Because you're going to have your list and your spouse is going to have their list, right, of things that you want to do. And let me just say here, you may put sex on the list, but it can only take one spot. Okay? Yeah. So it can't be like sex, 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 sex. And the reason why is because we want variety and we want you to be doing different things. And
1: here's the thing. I don't even know if you put sex on the list personally. I I. What you're gonna say? What uh, you're gonna I was say? gonna say
0: you could have those romantic like getaway sex encounters where you like. We actually had somebody write in and say that they went and rented a hotel or got a hotel room in the middle of the day to yeah. have rendezvous in the middle of the okay. day.
1: But I think, but I think around that is rented.
0: You got to do something. A place, it's not just to, the same. Right? Home.
1: It's just not like we're having sex okay. at home. That, that that I think what you're saying is perfectly great. I think even better for those of you who are doing date night, even planning your sexual escapade before you go out. Mm, there you go. Always helps. Honestly, it's a big help to have sex before cuz then you can just enjoy the evening with no no like pressure to have to come home, handle the kids and do all that stuff.
0: Absolutely. So you've each made your list and then you're going to swap your list. Now, husbands we've just given you a list of winning ideas for your wife. They're all winning ideas. How? Because she only put things down there that she wants to do. And wives, you've got a winning list for your husband. Why? Because he only put down things that he wants to do. And so this actually gives you insights into your spouse. You don't have to play the, what do you want to do game? You don't have to you know, guess what that might be to come up with the perfect date right? And we want to talk through some of the best ideas and themes that came out of the One Family and how you can stay in the moment. But before we do that, we definitely want to thank this week's sponsor, Open Fit. And as I said at the outset, OpenFit is bringing something new and is making it so much easier to never miss those workout sessions. They're taking all of the complexity of losing weight and bringing it together in a very simple, easy to use streaming surface Ah, streaming service Mm. that allows you to do it on any surface that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. And and, you know, the thing that really got my attention is that there is a program out there called 600 seconds. And I had to wrap my head around that for a second, (laughs) but that's 10 minutes a day yeah. and I can do it from any device. So it's super convenient, whether we're traveling to Henderson for the conference or whether we're, you know, going on vacation, we get to take our workouts with us. And even Tony, as we started exploring this, he found one that he's so excited about.
1: Yeah, they got a Tough mutter 30-day, and I'm going to be signing up for a race here this year, and and I'm ready to just get back on it. So I'm excited because, like Elisa said, I can take this anywhere I want to go on my phone, here at home, throw it on an iPad, do it where I need to do it, and and get fit and ready for my race.
0: OpenFit is changing the way that we work out. And with our code, which is so simple, it's O-N-E, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. So again, use code one and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. And right now, OpenFit is having a 30-day challenge. And so they've given all of our listeners a special extended, get this guys, 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you might even be able to lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. So Mm -hmm. just text one to 303030. You're going to get full access to OpenFit All the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text ONE to 303030. So let's talk about some of the ideas that came from the One Family because you guys like seriously changed, like even expanded my thoughts Mm -hmm. on dating possibilities. And a lot of these, just so you know, did make it onto that guide that we put together for you. And the reason why is because we wanted you to, to not just hear it here, but to have it in front of you, to, to let it spark some of those creative juices and say, yeah. huh, I never thought about doing that for a date. I never, like somebody put down zip lining. We've actually considered mm. this for a date. We just yep. haven't executed it yet.
1: Yeah, there's one right here in San Diego. We haven't made it out there.
0: We haven't made it out. It's been a timing thing made for us. Be on but our list. It's on our list. It's on a new top 10 list right. for us. Uh, somebody mentioned going skydiving together. You want to talk about being in the moment?
1: And they also have, in, in some major cities around, they have that indoor skydiving. Right. So that's that's another option. If you want to go, you know, you don't want to jump from a plane. Like, I'm not into that. Like, my hands are getting sweaty just thinking about it. But I would do the indoor.
0: Absolutely. Fun things came up like going to concerts or playing mini golf. Mm. Somebody was was very specific and said, mini golf is not just for kids. Right. And you think about it, you're just there and you're having fun and you don't have the cares. And yeah, maybe you're watching all the, you know, the teenagers or, or the families that actually brought their kids out. And you're just like, ah, oh, it's just the two of us.
1: Here's a conversation that needs to be had though. And we were out last night with some friends and newly married folks and, and just talking. And I asked them, I said, what's, what's one thing that you find that is causing some friction mm-hmm. with you guys? And no kidding, both of them were quick to say the phone. And I would say something like going out for mini golf or hiking or doing a picnic. I think the thing is for us to be in the moment, we need to put away those phones and we need to have some parameters around that. So you guys need to talk about it Mm -hmm. before you're going out on your date. Because if you don't, then what's going to end up happening, happening, you're going to be out on that date. Someone's going to be frustrated, been there, done that, understand it. So let's have that conversation possibly before we even head out on the date. um, What does that look like for us? That's all. And it may be one of you has it because you want to make sure that everybody's cool. The babysitter doesn't um, need you for anything. Figure it out for you guys, but make sure you implement it once you decide on the plan.
0: And just as a side note to the phone thing, if you do feel the need to bring out your phone and the two of you have made a decision not to have your phones out, ask permission first. Don't just pull it out. If it's like you know the beautiful sunset and you want to do the selfie with the two of you, just say, "Hey, that's good." Yeah, may I, may I, yeah I know we said no phones. I want to ask your permission because I'd love to capture us in this moment, right? And so you know, those are the types of conversations that you have. Some of these other fun ideas. There was one that came through. Honestly, this one just made me chuckle. This one couple they did a progressive dinner, right, which yeah. is going to different places, but they did it to all the taco shops. in their area and they would share a taco the way they phrase it is we shared tacos all over the the city or the town until we got stuffed right so they would just go i'm like that's amazing Mm -hmm. how fun it's a total twist on the progressive dinner which is going to a different spot for every part of the meal and to do it to just share a taco
1: yeah. So here's something that Alisa and I did when the kids were younger. We would actually have date nights in. This is a time when, we, when I would say a date night in worked. And the way we set these up were because we didn't have the funds to go out as often as we wanted to pay the babysitter. We ended up having just date nights in. And so the way that worked for us was we would both have one kid, put him to sleep. Whoever got the first kid down, that was The one who would go out and go grab dinner, come back. We would lay out a blanket, maybe candles, soft lighting in the living room. And it was just time to just hang out. Today, it's even easier. You know, you can go, what, Grubhub. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. uh,
0: DoorDash. DoorDash. Instacart.
1: So you can have your meal already ready to go have it delivered, set up the romance, Mm -hmm. right? And guys, you can do this too. I remember just pulling out a blanket. It wasn't hard, like finding all the candles in the house, put them in there, pull out a game. If you guys like games, card games, or some sort of board game, pull those out, have those uno, whatever it may be, pull those out and just have some fun together. And those for us, honestly, would last maybe what, 45 minutes, Maybe an hour, hour. maybe it just depended on where we were, but it was honestly at the time when our kids were younger and we couldn't afford to spend that money on a babysitter every single time. It was a nice reprieve from a busy week.
0: Well, and the thing about that is that, you know, it gave us the opportunity to romance one another. Mm -hmm. And really when you look at that definition of dating you know whether you say go out or stay in it really has a lot to do with with what you're expressing to who you're interested in yeah right and, and you never know what's going to come out of those memories right when you're being intentional when you're being in the moment when you're trying things that maybe you haven't done before and you're getting creative and you're saying what if right i've got this top 10 list how can i make it happen for my spouse you know you you're not going to know what the possibilities are until you step out and do it you're not going to know like one couple mentioned that they took ballroom dance lessons for a month and during one of the dance lessons the instructor came to them and said hey you know show me what's going on here like i can pick up on something and and so the couple danced and she stopped them and she looked the wife in the eye and she said you're not letting him lead you and as the wife shared mm. the story with us she she went on to say that that being fully present in that moment, doing something outside of their comfort zone, doing something creative that allowed someone else to just like look at their marriage was a game changer for them. Mm. I don't know what that creative date is gonna be for the two of you, but I do know that when you choose to be in the moment with your spouse, you're gonna change everything. In your marriage you're going to change the dynamic between the two of you you're going to change how the two of you have conversations and how you relate to one another and it's going to be a shift that you're going to be so glad that you made
1: yeah that's good wow i love it so let's go out on some dates let's make this year a fun year of dating each other in different ways so make sure you pick up the the how-to guide that we have for you guys so go to one extraordinary slash date night work on that together each other, and then go out there and put it to use. That's the key, you guys. We can have that, but if we don't do anything with it, we haven't moved anywhere forward in our marriage. And this year is about being in the moment. So find one of those, two of those, three of those that you can be in the moment, with your spouse this year we love you guys we're excited to hear about your date nights and what you choose to do don't forget you can send those in as hugs to hugs at one extraordinary and we'd love to read them here to share with the one family we love you guys have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week love you guys